Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Greek Spired, where we meet with the most interesting and inspiring people with a connection to Greece. The podcast is hosted by Sofia Poth and Nicolas Nath. Hello, everyone. A warm welcome to the Greek Spired podcast. I'm your host, Nicolas Nath, and today we have a very cool guest. He won Greek's Next Top Model and has since become one of the most booked male models in Greece. He has a Russian mother and a Guyanese father and is considered as one of Greek's most good-looking men. A warm welcome to Hercules. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that was a great, great introduction. Thank you so much. No, Thanks thank for being you. here. Thank you for, for being here on, on the podcast. Um, I would love to... Uh, to just start to to understand a bit about your name because i read in an interview that you love greek mythology ah yeah well actually when i was like living in russia uh, and my mom came firstly here and she was like okay you you have to change your name because my first name my first name my original name is ibrahim uh-huh. and it was it, it's gonna it, she told me that it's gonna be hard for for a muslim name in Christian countries, so especially for a kid. And I was like, okay, I'm going to choose my own name. That's good. That's not something that you do every day. So I'm going to go for the mythology because I always loved the Greek mythology. And I was like, okay, I want something strong. Mm-hmm. I was admired like uh, Zeus, but I I asked about Zeus and she was like, ah, Zeus actually is kind of a pet's name, so you don't really want to use <laughs> okay, it. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go with Hercules because like, he made so many feats and uh, he was strong and had like a path in his life that uh, he overcome so many difficulties. And I was like, maybe I should stick to it and let's see what, how, how, it, how it goes, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how old were you when you chose your name? Um, uh, eight years old, so nine. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because I was reading up on, on Greek mythology and Hercules and... Um, it's a very interesting character. Yeah. Because he's considered as a champion for the weak and uh, a great protector. He was famous for his strengths. 
and uh, and far-reach adventures but he also had a bit of a troubled childhood yeah. as an infant he, they were trying to kill him yeah yeah with the snakes and yeah the, with snakes yeah. that's so crazy i mean like and after that like I, I didn't like compare myself to him but like growing up and realizing his life and my life and i was like damn like how who who could knew you know? yeah so yeah it was it was fascinating that's in very interesting because yeah i would i would love to know more about you know your life story and and moving to as a kid to um to greece but let let's start a bit about uh your modeling career so how did it start hmm. uh actually it started by accident like uh, as i think uh, most models start by accident but uh, I I was already told that you could try it or something like that, and I was like, ah, no, nah. I, I wasn't really much confident enough to start something like this. But one day, a cousin of mine uh, invited me to a birthday party, so I was like, yeah, okay, why not? And uh, the birthday party was uh, of a model, and uh, he, uh, her booker was there, and she saw me and was like, why don't you start modeling? And I, I considered it like a week or so, and I was like, yeah, okay, why not? I should try. And I was like, in a in a way of my like in part of my life, that uh, I was more confident than ever. Like I just uh, was finishing school, and I didn't I didn't had like a way of starting things, and that was the first major step in my life. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, okay, why not? Mm-hmm. And I called him. I was scared. Like, I was so scared because I didn't know him. And my mom always told me, never trust anyone. You don't <laughs> have to, like, if someone calls, you don't have to answer that. And and I was so scared. I also lied to my mom. I was like, I'm going for shopping. And I went to the booker and told him, like, yeah, okay, let's start it. And, like, in a matter of weeks... Uh, I started working again and again and again and started booking more jobs. I was like, what's going on? Like, why am I working? And yeah, actually, that's that's how it started. How old were you? Uh, I, I was at, uh, I was 18, 18, 18? years old. Yeah, okay. My last uh, class in school, like my last year in school. All right. Because as a kid, I mean, you, you're very beautiful and you have amazing eyes. And <laughs> I mean, you must have heard it from an early age that... You're so beautiful. You should become a model. Yeah, yeah. It was it was something that I used to hear, but as I told you, I wasn't like confident enough, and I was a shy kid. I was introvert, and uh, and I didn't want to start something like that, and especially with everything that I used to hear about hear about the industry. And but like I was, yeah, okay, why not? I should try something, and whatever it goes. Like it was my first major step of let's do it let's do it like i'm gonna do it what do you think are is one of the biggest challenges in the in the modeling industry for you as a as a modeler and a male model uh, you mean in the like in the industry ma- mainly in the industry yeah. um for me it wasn't like i hadn't ma- like met enough challenges uh but i met challenges outside the industry because i grew up in a in the suburbs uh, of Athens, which are way back, like the where in Athens? Uh, Menidi. Menidi. Yeah, okay. it's down the Parnitha mountain. Um, so, like the community there is 
I don't know how to tell it, like closed-minded, yeah. you know, so they're a little uh, far from it. And especially when my mother's Russian and she she doesn't like understand the whole thing of modeling. She always thinks about, oh my God, modeling, you're going to be touched and you're going to be exposed to everyone. And, and I was like, I don't think it's going to be that hard. Like, let me try it and we're going to see it. But the hardest part was only the society that I grew up. Okay. So the confrontation I got from my classmates or um, some members of the family because they were afraid of maybe I I would stuck on drugs or mm-hmm. maybe I I would um, I don't know like uh, get touched inappropriately and yeah. stuff like that you know, but. That was the hardest part, but like after like couple of years and uh, finishing school, you don't really think about it mm-hmm. that much. And especially when you see that you're actually working and you actually have uh, some profit from it, you know. And not only the money, but the profit you get like from uh, in your mind, you know, like the mental profit you get from it. Interesting. So. I mean, I, I, I fully understand your, your mother's concerns, you know, as, especially when you're younger. And also what, you've, what, what one has read in the, in the media about also the fashion industry having its Me Too moment, especially yeah. for women, but there have also been incidents for, for guys. So is that something you have experienced? Um, me personally, like, um, it's been some, like, occasions that I was, like, is it is it is it appropriate or um should it be that way but not so so often so it like in let's say a hundred jobs like a couple times but after like seeing the whole industry going up and down with the whole me too thing like i see those exactly exact exact uh, people getting exposed so it's like justice yeah Good, okay yeah. <laughs> but after that like the whole thing like has calmed down you yeah know? yeah which i think is is great that people were exposed and uh and hopefully you know now this is happening a lot less um and yeah. if something happens people have maybe more the courage to speak out because they see that their voice can be heard and action yeah. can be taken and i think it's uh, also the industries that um you work with beautiful people like beautiful women beautiful men so i think it's uh in the people's mind that you have to be more like like get a hold of yourself you know like don't be so out there yeah i'm saying how i mean the modeling industry is one of the most competitive industries um how do you stay relevant relevant for for bookers for brands etc uh, well, I after so many years uh, of actually it's not that many years, but some years that you gain some experience, you see that um, the um, your looks you may be you may be good looking, but if you're not interesting as a person, you may be not booked enough. Like or uh, other guy may be not so good looking. But he can be like a musician, he can be uh, an actor, or he can do some kind of extreme sport. He may be, he have a better chance of getting booked because like if a, if a, like a, a brand has a shooting 
with motocross or foot with football uh, as a theme or like um, I don't know shooting or something like that. Uh, it's more you have a better chance of getting booked if you know some of those uh, uh, stuff, but uh, it's not enough to be good looking. Yeah. So I actually started like motor doing motocross like uh, mm -hmm. for a year, so so I I, I can have one extra. Uh, thing in my life, you know, so yeah, I can get booked more. Right. But I started it as like one one extra thing for jobs, and um, it started. It it continues like as a hobby, and I love it. So I found my passion, my second passion second after month. Yeah, I think that's amazing. You know, I, being a brand guy myself, and I know how we discuss about talents and and people that we want to be part of of campaigns. And you're absolutely right. It's not just about the looks. It's very much, I would say, yeah. even more about the personality and what this person stands for. So my also my advice to all the listeners, you know, uh, is that it's not only about the looks, also have, take a stand, for, you know, yeah, your yeah. passion is motocross, maybe your passion is something else, but be vocal about it. Yeah. That's equally important. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What advice do you have to people who would like to get into the modeling industry? I think, like in most most practical way, you have to be uh, uh, you have to know your look, how you look. You know, you have to know that like in which um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, I forgot my English. Say, say it in Greek. Avora, avora. It's the market. In which yeah. market do you like uh, go? Because like if you have a if you have a if you have a good body, um, you're probably gonna do more like uh, underwear. You're gonna be doing more uh, uh, swimwear. But if you have a tall body, like you're you're tall and you're good looking, you're gonna be doing like fashion weeks. So you have to know how you look. You have to be concerned about um, uh, taking care of your uh, skin always, like uh, exfoliate. Uh, uh, never stay dehydrated. Drink a lot of water. Uh, find a good agency, and maybe have some good pictures to send to the, to the agency. And I think the most important thing of starting modeling is that you have to be good with being rejected, mm -hmm. because that's the um, biggest part of modeling. You start castings and. You're going to like five, ten castings a day, and you probably got not gonna get one single one of them. So you got you have to be good with rejection, with being rejected mm -hmm. for a long time. Some models are being rejected like for years and years until they book one good job, and after that they probably blow up. Wow, I it's a lot, a lot of interesting insights there. I would like to talk a bit more about being fine about being rejected because no one likes to be rejected regardless oh, yeah. if it's for a job or if it's a partner or if it is whatever it may be um i mean we humans we yeah we, we seek approval mm -hmm. so how would you have any advice of, of overcoming rejection uh that's a tough question <laughs> i don't know like especially when you see that you're being rejected and you see other people other models working uh in your job like you're like, oh my God, why he's, he took the job and not me. But my advice is that 
keep going. Like that's the only you don't have anything else to do, to lose. Like only keep going. Like okay, fashion week maybe once, twice, three times a year, but maybe next year, maybe the year after. So you have to keep going, and especially like knowing that the model industry works by um, how do you say it? like. Um, by communication, like I have to know a, speci- a specific person to book me or yeah. some stuff like that. You have to work it out, uh, get no get known uh, inside the industry, and that's actually just keep going. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have anything to lose. And when you uh, were looking at your pictures on Instagram, uh, I'm always super jealous about your six pack. And uh, <laughs> uh, what is your daily routine to keep? I mean, your body, but also your your mind. In it's a, a Photoshop, in- man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, um, my routine, my daily routine is like I wake up, I go to the gym, uh, like couple hours there, and a good diet because I figured out my like for my last five, 10 years that um, if you have a good relationship with your body, like diet, sleep, or uh, working out, good relationship with other people, and especially good relationship with yourself, you have a um, like a very good, um, uh, a very good, very good relationship like with the whole world afterwards, you know? Mm-hmm. But like I used to work out every single day because I used to play football for a long time and I couldn't imagine myself not working out. So I woke up all day and I didn't work out and I was like... Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's so soggy and oh my god, what am I doing? And after some time, um, like when I stopped playing football and uh, I stopped working out. Um, I I was so like depressed, in a way. But now, I, as I told you, I work out uh, five times uh, a week, uh, mostly uh, uh, heavy, not heavy lifting, but like uh, in the gym, and a good diet. That's it. Okay. That's mostly it. <laughs> Sounds uh, easier. It's, it's than, a, yeah, yeah, it is, but. It's not that easy because, especially with the diet, I never because of, of fast metabolism. I was like, okay, I can eat whatever I want, so it's not gonna affect my body. Yeah. I, I always be, I'm all, always gonna be skinny. But uh, like for the last year, I've been like carefully um, eating and and making my diet carefully by the week, and I've I saw like the difference in just two weeks yeah. of starting a good diet 
like zero carbs and full protein and full cardio and stuff like that. And I saw the difference like in two weeks and so I was so amazed by that. It was so crazy. Yeah, that diet is key. You know, I, yeah. I realized I will never get a six pack because I love chips, Coke, <laughs> um, Coca-Cola, soft drinks, uh, ice cream, etc. Don't much. you work out? I work out a lot. Ah. But if I wouldn't work out, I work out six times a week because I have to because I eat so much. But oh. <laughs> I tried actually now in, in December, I was, I was trying a very strict diet and okay. i could see some results on my abs which was uh, fantastic <laughs> so that's the key that's the key that's the key yeah that's okay key. okay yeah so no more ice cream and uh sweets from my uh, like <laughs> so a, you used to play football right i used to play football yeah like in a professional level i yeah i played um when i was a kid i played for inter milan for real yeah. so cool man and then uh, I, I did a, a season in the indian uh, premier league as well okay so you lived in india also yeah oh my god crazy um you know I, I was telling some some of my uh, girlfriends that uh, that I was going to interview you and they got so excited and they uh, they were like okay you have to ask him what's his relationship status ah uh, <laughs> uh well now i'm uh, i've broke up like um uh, in the summer in summer july uh so yeah i'm i'm single right now single ready <laughs> to mingle that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I will make a lot of people uh, excited and happy. I don't know. I don't know. Some happy, some unhappy, <laughs> but it's okay. It is what it is, you know. That's that's cool. I wish you the best. Ah, thanks, yeah. man. You too. It's. Um, I'd like to to switch topic a bit and uh, speak about being a mixed child. Um, I'm a mixed child. My mother is Swedish, green eyes, blonde. blonde. She gets red in the sun and and my dad he's indian and um i grew up in sweden and experienced a lot of racism and this affected me yeah. in, in in different ways you know how was it for you growing up as a mixed child in in greece which in greece. is not so multicultural like other parts of europe yeah well i uh, definitely it's better than growing up in russia as a mixed kid so but uh while moving here i came here like in 2008 um while moving here, I thought about, like, maybe I will confront a lot of uh, racism towards me, but to my surprise, it wasn't so much. Uh, but I had more, like, not so many racist comments, but I had many, I had many, like, comments of, they used to, uh, how do I say it? Um... Um, so they used to um, take me for um, a gypsy because like in the suburbs that I grew up we have a strong community of gypsies okay. which uh, in that part are, are so like stealing a lot and okay. so like micro stealing you know like stealing micro, uh, small stuff mm -hmm. so they used to confuse, get confused of like isn't he a gypsy? Like, or going to the supermarket and the security like following me around. Yeah. So, so it was like, it, it was like different. Yeah. But like from kids, I didn't expect like didn't experience a lot of racism when in school especially. So that's a good part. But like after that, I got a lot of uh, not exactly racism, but 
um, comments on my on on my looks because I may be good looking or like looking better than some guys, so they got a little a little bit of jealous, you know, like oh my god, he's gonna take all girls and stuff mm -hmm. like that because uh, that was like a huge um, uh, asset of you have to have a lot of girls yeah. like in an age of 12, 30, 40, 50. But um, I, my, like, I didn't, like, wanted the girls so much. I wanted, like, having friends yeah. around. But those friends didn't want me around because, like, I took all the girls. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so, it was kind of difficult at that stage of my life. But after that, like, I grew up. I went, like, um, I... Uh, stopped school like uh, uh, grew up and um, I matured you know yeah. I understood like that's the way I look I can help it so I didn't have to apologize or uh, say something and I understood that maybe those guys those people don't I don't need them maybe I'm good for, by myself so at a big period of my life I was by myself no friends no stuff like that yeah. And um, I'm pretty much grateful for that because I learned how to uh, learn how to live by myself, like how to be good by myself. So now I, I'm not that uh, stranded, you know. So I'm never gonna be alone, mm -hmm. in a way. <laughs> that's nice. That's good. That's good because, like, in the show, like in the Great Snaps Next Top Model, I saw a lot of people like craving for company, and I was like. I'm good. I can yeah. read my books. I can listen to some music. I can work out. I can cook something. But I'm good. I can sit by myself all day long. But I saw them like, oh my God, I'm, I don't have anyone to talk to. Like, what am I going to do now? I was like, man, don't you know how to stay alone? <laughs> yeah. That's, it's not so hard, man. I don't know. I think it's... Uh, thank you for sharing. It's, it's a difficult thing for human beings uh, being alone or accepting that... They can be alone for for a while. Um, the the way I dealt with racism was kind of different. I it it made me very angry. Um, so when I was a kid, I had a, a very uh, I had short temper. So mm. um, th what helped me was I was very good at football. Okay. So I got accepted from you know a big group of. Or friends and people because of my football, but I, there was always this racism uh, yeah. underlining. And but that was also a motivating factor for me because I was always like, I want to show these bastards. Yeah, yeah, I get that it. I'm I get it. Better than them. But the older I got, I also realized that that's not a good way to deal with it because then I'm doing things just to show for others rather than for myself. Yeah. So I shifted that mindset, which has, has helped me, and now. I'm Today I'm so happy to be a mixed child. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So happy. That's so good. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Like you feel unique, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's the good part. And you get, you know, influences from two cultures. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. But like in my my occasion, like I never I never like knew my father. So like the African culture is was never there. You have the Greek culture. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the now culture. Like the Greek culture. That's so, so good. Um, do you have any uh, any mentors or uh, books or, or people that uh, help you uh, develop or that inspire you? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe when I was like 
still playing football i look up to ibrahimovic mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Swedish but only like the not only so not so much the skill but the attitude he had yeah. i love that but like i didn't like had uh, i didn't have like mentors because um i always saw flaws in uh, humans so i never never why did you see flaws in humans um I don't know because I see that many people even though like no matter how good they be to you or like how no matter how perfect they are they're not so perfect. I mean they have some impurities in their lives. So I never like trusted anyone and especially like um in a more like uh, famous people because after so after a while you see how corrupted they are how like fake they are. So But I don't know, maybe some historical figures, yes, maybe like Hercules, you know. <laughs> But I never had like mentors. I was like took some some skills of kind of different kinds of people. Like I always loved uh, Gandhi or um uh, Martin Luther King. Mm. And I took some skill, skills and assets from there and uh, tried to, to try to um take it for myself you know and use it maybe in my life but like that's the main strategy i use like till till today and it's it's working out so good so good man and by books like i don't know man books i started reading i don't know a month ago i never was good at books because i always had a, like a phd and i was i couldn't um concentrate yeah. nowhere nowhere even in school and maybe I don't know. Only, the only thing that keeps me concentrated are movies. I can watch movies non-stop. I can watch like I don't know the whole Star Wars uh, movie, um, um, the whole Star Wars movies. I don't know in one sitting. It's. I don't know. Have you tried audiobooks? Audiobooks. Yeah. Um, no, my mother listens to them, but I never tried them. I don't know. I don't know because I I love to listen to other music. Yeah. That's that's that's. I I want to keep my ears occupied with music much than words. So yeah, I'm mo- mostly into But music, music is also words, lyrics. Well, yeah, yeah. if you if you put it that <laughs> way, yeah. Philosophically it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't know like music is the is the only thing that keeps me I don't know like here because I'm I've caught myself sometimes when whenever I forgot my headphones uh walking down the street and like speaking by myself you know like out loud i was like oh damn i need some music man because i think if i'm if i'm not listening to music i'm gonna go crazy you know that's crazy i i read also uh that your mother is a big inspiration ah yeah uh, yeah it talk is. to me uh, a bit about well the impact had on um you. my mom's like she's been there for for a long time like she's she's always there and she she kind of had the figure of father and mother at the same time so uh, she was she wasn't exactly as a role model but a person that i have to um succeed in my life to pay pay her back pay her back you know but not only in the means of money or like build her a house or buy her car but maybe in the means of if i success if i succeed in my life then she's going to be happy if i'm happy she's happy so that's the main mm-hmm. reason you know 
So yeah. What's her name? Uh, Olga. Olga. Shout out to Olga. Ah, shout yeah. out, mom. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people they they uh, they dream of following their their passion. Ah, yeah. You know? You're living your passion, uh, but obviously in the beginning you you weren't a model. Uh, but do you have any uh, advice to to young people who are not pursuing their dreams or dare to follow their passions? I think I'm too young to give advice yeah. like <laughs> like that. But um, maybe I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe if it's like you're gonna see a lot of difficulties in your life and uh, a lot of obstacles and not only from people but in from the society and uh, different occasions in life maybe some deaths maybe some births like there are gonna be so many things in your life that you're it's it's not but like it's it's not by your hand you know so it's gonna come and you're not gonna be ready you have to be always be ready and not by um, like to have money you have to be ready mentally you have to be ready for everything and I think if you want to follow a dream just follow it um, by yourself like I, I always like to follow my dreams and not share them because uh, I always feel the the negativity of people trying to pull me down you know mm. but they're only like some people to share and I see the passion in their in them and the strength in their character that's going to be like they're they're saying like I don't care I don't care what you're saying so I'm going to pursue it so if you can if you're that kind of person yeah okay I'm with you but uh, my advice to you is keep it like keep it low for you and go with like a ninja you know mm. like mm. go for the target and never tell to anyone so they're going to see you one day you're gonna be, they're gonna see you at the top of the mountain with a flag, and they're gonna be oh my god, how, how when did, did he go there? Like when did he get there? So yeah, that's my <laughs> humble uh, advice, you know. Um, you know, I really enjoyed this uh, conversation, and I met you a few times, and you know what what strikes me is just you're positive. You're so positive, <laughs> uh, and you're an optimist, and you know it, yeah, you always yeah. have a smile to your face, and I find that really nice so thanks man thanks keep, like keep that up well Hercules it was a pleasure having you thank ah, you thanks so for much having again me, man thanks for having me oh, I enjoyed it so much cool, cool. and I wish you like the best the best yes. with the podcast man thanks I'm gonna listen that. every episode man appreciate it thank <laughs> you thank you Thanks a lot for listening to Greek Inspired. For more info about our guests and episodes, check out our Instagram page at Greek Inspired and our website on www.greekspired.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. 
Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.